Is this the best Dallas Cowboys offense ever? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Locked on Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That is 150 bucks. If your team wins, visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. We are answering your Twitter questions today. We've got some really good ones, including uh, what player on the Cowboy needs to take the next step for this franchise to be a Super Bowl contender. Uh, who do we want to win the NFC South? But Landon, I, I want to start with this one. Let, we've got quite a few people are asking about this Cowboys offense, but mm. do you believe this is the best Dallas Cowboys offense ever? So in, in, in the <laughs> we have a 30-minute show. So in, in the sake for the sake of brevity, Marcus and I have already kind of pre-primed this conversation a little bit. And mm -hmm. and I am generally of the thought that I don't like comparing offensive stats or, or units outside of their own era, right? So I do kind of feel like it's unfair to compare, you know, uh, modern offense to, frankly, even the 90s or the, the aughts. It's just the offense has changed. The rules have changed so much. So I think that the the debate we should probably have is, is this the best offense for the Cowboys in the last, let's say, 20 years, right? Let's right, say 2000 is the cutoff, right? Right, because there were some years with the, the Landry Cowboys in 68, 70, uh, 77, 80, and 82, where they were the number one scoring offense. So it's hard to judge those offenses against a modern-day offense. Yeah, because, I mean, I think the, the, the last place offense in the NFL – probably put bigger numbers up than that, sure. you know, 82 sure. team with Danny White. It was so good. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, starting from like, let's say 2000 and you and I kind of identified a couple of different spots. Why don't you lay those out real quick of, of, of other contenders that we have discussed? Before. Yeah, sure. So Quincy Carter and Antonio Bryant in 2000. That's no, right. Okay. <laughs> uh, I actually think it's easier. If we work backwards. So let's go to yeah. 2021. The Cowboys were number one in the NFL in points and yards that season. They scored 530 points. CeeDee Lamb was the number one receiver. They also had Amari Cooper, a healthy Michael Gallup. They had Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott. Do you think this current offense is better than that one? I do simply because I think that Dak is a better quarterback than, than – and he makes up for, you know, any gap that you may – any perceived gap that you may have between – Cooper and and Cooks and 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 you know I I tend to think that this is a more balanced offense with a better quarterback than that group. I I tend to agree. Uh, the next one would be 2019. The Cowboys finished in so they were six in points, number one in yards, missed the playoffs that year. 
Yeah, definitely better than that group, I think. I mean, I, I tend to think yeah. the 2021 group is better than that 2019 yep, I agree. Group, you know? 2016, the Cowboys were fifth in points, fifth in yards. That would have been Dak's first year, uh, Dak and Zeke's first year. Yeah, again, I, I think 2021 is still better than that group, but I would say, to me, I probably rank it 2021, 2016, 2019 I agree. in that order. Now, here's the really hard one. 2014, the Cowboys were fifth in points, seven in yards. Um, but they could run the ball, and they had Romo, who led the NFL in yards per attempt and passer rating that season. Yeah, this is the one that you and I both agreed that, that we felt like this was the you know the group that that compare it to. I tend to think that uh, you know if, if if my memory serves correctly, as that season started to go on, you started to see uh, at the end of the year a, a start to of a decline in Demarco Murray, and I think that that. At that point, the offense started to lose some of its potency because it was a little more – well, not a little more. It was more reliant on the run game than mm -hmm. I think that this offense is. Um, so I tend to think that they're probably comparable throughout the season. But I would say if if we were to tra you know transport ourselves back to December 13th, 2014, and maybe my timing is bad because there was probably some good December games that Murray had, but – I think moving forward, I feel more. I would feel more confident about this Cowboys team than that Cowboys team. Though I do think that very much they, those two seasons are comparable as far as overall offensive success. I want to come back to the 2014 one in just a second, but some other ones that we should mention: uh, the 2007 Cowboys scored. Yeah. Uh, they were second in the league in points. That's with that's Romo's or I guess the full year starting, second year starting for the team. They had To, they had Marion Barber, they had Terry Glenn at the end of that year. That's the only other one that deserves a mention here. Yeah, I think so too. And that was a good group as well. Uh, I just think that what the Cowboys offense is doing currently right now, the balance they're able to play with, the aggressiveness, it, it's a mindset change too. I yeah. think that that has really made a huge difference. Uh, the This Cowboys offense is just a little bit more dangerous. So if you go back to the 2014 one, and this is where it's hard, that offensive line was so good, right? You had yeah. Tyron Smith was that year four of Tyron Smith. Travis Frederick by that time was – that was his second year. He was the best center in the NFL. Zach Martin was an all-pro guard right out of the gate. Ronald Leary was your left guard, who was at that stage an above-average left guard. Very and your good. weakest, quote-unquote, weakest offensive lineman was Doug Free at right tackle. The offensive line was fantastic, and they were able to control the line of scrimmage and really cover up for their defense by having these really long drives. So that's where I would give the Cowboys advantage. But – what you've been able to do with CD and how you can force feed him your offense. And I think Brandon cooks is just a better player than what Terrence Williams was at that stage. And you've got more depth at receiver. I tend to lean 2023 over 2014. Yeah. I mean, I think you have a more dynamic tight end. I mean, Jason Witten has never been dynamic necessarily. You know, he's been a, a, a very good, very useful, very productive tight end. But he's never been uh, – I mean, it's been a long time since, let's say that. He's been a downfield threat the way that you see with Ferguson. I think you pointed it out too. It's it's not even just like depth pieces. Like the Cowboys have a list of other third option weapons that, that can come in and provide a different kind of spark that that team didn't have. You know, if you think about – we haven't even seen Hendershot yet. 
We have, yeah. we, we've, we've seen Turpin come in. I think he's got four touchdowns and he shows you that you can throw in Tolbert who can be a little bit more like a Gallup uh, alternative, you know, it's just, it, and then, you know, as you see more of Hendershot come in, you, you've got a fullback you can work in. It's just the Cowboys have more, uh, uh, they're not having to concentrate their offense to like three or four pieces. They can, if they need to, but they can also kind of step out and use these kind of auxiliary pieces, weave them into the offense, both in the run and pass game, um, in a way that you just didn't see that that kind of 2016 yep. or 2014 or 2007 offenses really uh, be able to do. Two more things that the 2023 team has an advantage in is they can move players around. You can play CD yep. outside. You can play in the slot. You can move Cooks around. That team was pretty stationary. Like Des yeah. was your ex receiver. Uh, Cole Beasley came in and only played the slot. You had Terrence Williams who could only run certain routes from the outside. And then on top of it, Mike McCarthy and Brian Schottenheimer are just way more innovative and more creative than Scott Linehan and Jason Garrett were. They're, they just have different ways they can beat you. Uh, so I am giving the advantage to this group. Yeah. And, and again, it's, I think the other part, like we've mentioned is that eras or even these eras are hard to kind of compare because the way defenses are playing sure. offenses now is different than it was back then. Uh, and so the need for more creativity is more pronounced now than it was then. So yes. uh, I, I do think that there is, that is something to keep in mind, but even with all that in mind, I just think this is, as good as offense as I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah, frankly, I'm with you. Although, man, that Des 2014 season was a lot of fun. Was scoring as many fun. touchdowns as he did. Yeah, that was, absolutely. That was All right, let's uh, let's talk about which player could step up and really catapult the Cowboys to a Super Bowl run over the next four weeks. We will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That is $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options available, including spreads, player props, over-unders, you can bet on, will the Cowboys be the number one seed? You can bet on, will Dak Prescott win the MVP award? Will Micah Parsons win the Defensive Player of the Year award? Even sprinkle a little bit on Mike McCarthy, Coach of the Year. Mm. Visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season with FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast. We want to let you know that Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, Landon, our next question comes from at Mike underscore draft 21. He's, uh, he says, this team is playing lights out right now, but who is one player that still needs to elevate their game to a higher level to make the Cowboys a Super Bowl contender? All right, this is a little bit of an unconventional one because I do think that most of your players are playing extremely well right now. I mean, that, mm -hmm. that's why why you're having you know the success that you are having, I think. Um if uh, you know a couple more carries turns into 
uh, some more production for Rico Dowdle. Now mm. let's say let's say you get a Rico Dowdle who's finally kind of realized his his skill set. As he's gotten, you know, he's. I think he's at. You know, I'm looking at it now. 75 attempts at this season. So he started to to, you know, really get into this into the swing of the season. This is his first year to kind of have this number of carries. I think he's seeing as much action as he's seen in a long time. Um, if he were able to kind of elevate his game a little bit further, uh, and 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 provide an even more uh, solid to better. Maybe even maybe even a better alternative to Tony Pollard at times uh, as a running mm. back. This running game could go to another level than, than it's been so far, and not that it's been bad, but it hasn't been exceptional by any stretch of the imagination. If if the Cowboys' running game could really start to kind of rear its head as this season starts to go on, especially as you start to play teams like Buffalo and you know a team on the road, you know, and and you're gonna have to. There's just the chance, the likelihood, the high likelihood that you're just not going to get the opportunity to play uh, one of these playoff games on your home turf. No. And I think in, in, in order to kind of help get into the best situations to uh, you know, have paths to victory in some of these road games, I think you're going to need to find a way to run the football. Tony Pollard, I, we've been talking about it, right? I think as the weeks have gone on, he started to get healthier. He started to look better. I think that's been huge. If Rico Dowdle was able to kind of also step up his game in a similar way, be kind of that, you know, thunder to, to Pollard's lightning a little bit more. Um, I think that this run game could go to places that we hadn't really seen or expected it to go to yet. And I think you saw a little bit of it. I, 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 there were a couple of runs in, in that Eagles oh, game yeah. that Rico looked good. Like, you know, he was it, dipping in and out of, of tacklers, getting positive gains. Um, he, he looks like he is playing his best football. And, and I wonder if, you know, he's had some consecutive games played. He's had some carries in all those games. He's starting to get in the swing of things. Is he about to take maybe another step uh, with all this extra uh, uh, attention or, you know, uh, opportunity? Uh, that's That would be something that I think would be very beneficial for the Cowboys. Yeah, this is a good call because I can easily see him having a game coming up of like, 12 carries for 82 yards and two touchdowns where he just gets into the open field, makes a guy miss and scores. And if yep. the Cowboys can start adding this physical element to the run game, because he is a different runner than like Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard is very much the make you miss. Uh, I don't finesse. Isn't the right word, but his game mm -hmm. is based off speed and quickness. If you get the guy that's coming downhill and running over your safeties and bringing that physical element to your offense, I agree with you. Like, this that would be incredible. Um, I'm gonna stay on that same side of the ball. Like, what if Terrence Steele just gets back to what we saw him playing pre-2022 injury, where he's just yeah. mauling guys in the run game? Which, by the way, you started to see that a little bit yeah. in Philly. Um, it's a good test for him over the next couple of weeks because you've got Gregory Rousseau coming up. Um, you've got some pretty good edge rushers with Miami. Uh, and then you play the Lions where he'll see a lot of Aiden Hutchinson on that right side. If he can get back to being a above average right tackle where you don't feel like you have to help him out a bunch, that's how I think this Cowboys offense takes a, a, another step. Yeah, I mean, basically the same kind of area, right? Needing an improved run game, a different player. I think it's a good call. I mean, and another guy that I think – is is up for it, right? Like his, yes. his as he starts to get further and further away from this injury, you 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 see better and better play. 
you know, I, the down blocks that you saw in, in this last game were, were devastating. Like he was yeah. down blocking Fletcher Cox and they were, and Rico had a couple of different runs where he just run, run, run right behind, uh, uh, uh steals down block, uh, upfield. So, yeah, I, I do think that that's, it, it does seem like we feel like the run game is where there is some improvement. uh, improvements to be yeah. made, right? Like there's some areas where they, they have some improvement that they can do. Uh, and I think we both feel that there are players that, uh, that are improving mm-hmm. in that in that area. So uh, I, I'm excited to see if that does kind of rear itself out. I'll give you one more on defense. Uh, we yeah. again, same thing. We started to see him play a little bit better last week. The Cowboys gave Donovan Wilson a pretty mm. good contract this offseason because of what he did last year at the line of scrimmage. The first half of the season was really rough for Dono as he was coming back from the injury. But calf if he injuries, can, man. Yeah, those yeah. calf injuries are brutal. <laughs> but if he can get back to being the player that we saw last year where he's just a force up front, you play him in the box, he's going to make plays in the run game, you can send him off the edge as a blitzer, he makes plays on the football, that's how I think this defense becomes even more dynamic. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, you again, another guy that as he starts to get further and further away from that injury, you started to see a little bit of a return to form. Um, and, and, and yeah, the Cowboys definitely need it. And I think the safeties overall played a very good game, uh, uh, on Sunday, but I think specifically Donovan Wilson's a guy that you've needed to kind of his playmaking to kind of come, come back. And, and obviously, as you saw on Sunday, uh, it's starting to show itself again. All right. Let's talk about who we want the Cowboys to face from the NFC South. If the Cowboys end up being the five seed, we will get to that next. This episode is brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, all you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. PrizePix is the most fun that I've had playing DFS because there's so many different players and stat projections to choose from. PrizePix even offers a reboot policy so that your injuries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Go to prizepix.com slash NFL and use promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys podcast. Uh, every day or so. on tomorrow's show, we've got the crossover show with Lockdown Bills, Joe Marino. Absolutely fantastic. I, I chatted with him this morning. He couldn't be more excited about this Bills game. I'm Still trying to figure out if I'm going to go to it or not. But you're going. Sure you, you're yeah, going. We're going to make sure you're going. And bully me into going. So <laughs> make sure you check out the crossover. A lot of really good stuff there where we even talked about 2022 Dak versus 2023 Josh Allen and how similar oh, their man, seasons it's have crazy. been so far. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So it make really sure you is. tune in for that. Uh, all right, Landon. Our last question here comes from Luke. He wants to know. Assuming the Cowboys end up as the five seed, rank the NFC team, NFC South teams uh, in order of who you'd like to play the least to the most. Now, 
before we do that, I, I want to give you a little bit of an update of where we are in the standings. Yeah. It's the Cowboys are pretty likely to be the five seed. However, I was playing with the ESPN playoff machine today. If the Eagles were to lose one of the games against the Giants, the Cowboys could slip up in any game and still win the division. So the Cowboys could lose to the Bills this weekend, win the final three, get in over the Eagles as the one or two seed. So this Seahawks game is important that Philadelphia is playing coming up, but not quite as important as the two Giants games. So those are just, by the way, the games that are really going to have the most impact on whether the Cowboys end up being the two seed or the five seed. Now, real quick, this is because I actually don't know this. Is so it's if if they lose to Seattle, it they the tiebreakers still work, but the Cowboys have to win out, right? Correct. So if Dallas would make it, would be the the division winner if they won out and Philly lost to Seattle. Yes. Okay. And then, so what extra benefit does does the Giants' loss give us? Is well, that- again, if you happen to have the same record then the Cowboys would get in because they would have the better divisional record because the Cowboys okay. are likely to, assuming they beat Washington sure. final week of the season, they'll be five and one in the division or Philly will be four and two. Okay. So that all makes sense. I still think that the best way to do it is to, yeah, get to the second seed and, <laughs> and do it that way. So uh, NFC South teams, <laughs> you know, they're all kind of very tightly packed. And unfortunately our, I think our dream of the Carolina Panthers uh, is, is, is now dead. Um, but, uh, and I, I've kind of gone over this in my head a little bit and, and, and the pros and cons, the saints to me are the, the one that I can't, I feel like I can't wrap my brain around. They're the scariest to me because they're the most unknown of the three. Yeah. And I, I and I do think that they have the best defense, which, and, and, and then you add in the fact that you might potentially have to play them in new Orleans, like on a Saturday night. No yeah, thing. like that's you know, I don't know, man. Like there's that's some not, weird voodoo that happens. There's some the weird voodoo that now. happens. Uh, there will be a ton of Cowboys fans there. I bet that's true uh, because uh, just because. Uh, but I do think that uh, I think that that's the one team that I'm like, I don't know if I want to mess with that. Right? No, like, and like Derek Carr is one of those quarterbacks where. He's just so inconsistent. But could I see him having one of those games like he did against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving two years ago where he's just throwing the ball deep on every play, hoping for a pass interference? Yeah, you know, that's it's stuff like that that I worry about. And and look, if we had to play the Saints, I'm not worried. worried, We're talking seven point favorites, but we're checking. We're, we're, you know, we're, 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 if we're deciding who to to play, this is the kind of conversations we have. I, I think for me, it's probably Tampa. Right. Like, I just think that the, the Buc- Buccaneers defense has been so bad this year, um, especially, you know, historically compared to how they have been. Um, you know, I remember playing them in the playoffs last year and just feeling like, man, these guys, uh, these guys are tired from a long season. These are older yeah. veteran guys. I feel like they're they've they're, they're playing like they didn't get any rest in the offseason. No, it's the they same just, defense. Like, it's yeah, same, it, those guys are breaking down like Levante David and David White or Devin White didn't play last week. Like they're already banged up. Yeah, and and then you throw in the fact that it's Baker Mayfield as the quarterback. Um, you know that that seems like a disaster in the making potentially for yeah. Tampa Bay. So I would probably pick them simply because. I think Atlanta's playing a little bit better football than than you know their record kind of indicates. 
that offense, I just don't I don't know what's going to happen week to week with that offense. Like, you know, maybe uh, Robinson rushes for 250 yards. Maybe Ritter fumbles it five times. I, I have no idea. Like, so I think I think that I, for me, I would go with the known known. And I know that Tampa Bay uh, is is just not up. For, yeah. for kind of winning a playoff game at this point, I think. And I think the crowd in Atlanta and New Orleans would be a lot more difficult to deal with than what you get out in Tampa Bay. Not to say that Tampa Bay fans aren't great, but like you're in an outdoor stadium. I don't think that – do you think Buck fans are going to be that excited for a Baker Mayfield playoff game compared to the last few years with Tom Brady? Or do you think that would just be infiltrated with a bunch of Cowboy fans? Uh, you know, it's – I have to say that, like, I, no matter who it is, like, it just feels like whoever the team is, the NFC South team is like falling into the playoffs backwards. So it's hard to get like super hyped for those teams either way. I know. Right. So I was actually arguing about this last night with our friend uh, Elliot Harrison, and he convinced me that the Falcons are actually a bad matchup for Dallas because they could kind of follow the Cardinals game plan, plan from early in the year where it's just a lot of the options. Yeah, they heard three of, of our offensive linemen in I mean, <laughs> before the game. A lot of a lot of like QB option stuff. One of those games where they have like 14 play drives and there's only you know four possessions each half. The thing for me is like I look at their front seven and it's like, how do they get pressure? Yeah, Dak in that game. But how do they stop Dak? Like how I mean, do they that, stop Dak? Yeah. yeah, but they do have I, a good safety in Jesse Bates and a really good corner in AJ Terrell. Maybe they would figure it out, figure it out, but I'm with you. I you would think with the Cowboys winning last year in Tampa Bay against Tom Brady, there would be a lot of comfort going to do that again. Like I don't think, I don't think they would be stressed at all to go play Tampa Bay, play Baker Mayfield. I mean, honestly, you could just—it's pretty ridiculous that you could just dust off your game plan offensively from last Same. year and, and yeah. run it. You know, basically. I mean, and, and on defense, you're not worrying about having to retire the the greatest player in no. the history of the game you know it's no and baker mayfield's one of the quarterbacks where he'll hold on to the ball but he'll also really oh. struggle with pressure so it fits in well with what the cowboys want to do on that side of the ball baker mayfield versus the cowboys pass rush is like like yeah. like circus level entertainment it's like yeah. they should be playing the the organ grinder it's just that would be just funny so, to watch that's honestly. and honestly that's what if i had to bet today on FanDuel, I, th I think Tampa Bay is the favorite to win the yeah. division. That's, I think I landed there as well. I, I just think the Cowboys match up really well. Their defensive line has not been very good this year. Vita Vea has not played quite as well. Uh, Shaq Barrett, I think, is in his 30s now, and he's their number one edge rusher. Like, it's crazy. He's 30. I know. And the, the secondary hasn't been good at all. So I, I think I land, I think I'll go Tampa Bay. Falcons Saints just because that Saints team is so doggone weird. Yeah, I mean, God, they could lose David Carr, and I still wouldn't know whether I felt better or worse about that team. You know, after David Carr, or Derek Carr, does it not matter? It doesn't matter. Derek Carr, David Carr. You, you put either of the Carr brothers in there. I'm sure they feel confident in each other's ability. That's and We'll true. pick them to win the Super Bowl, but I don't know what will happen. Honestly, like it, 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 you know. You, you you put Jamison Winston in there and it's like the the it's like uh, volatility was a human being and, and it's, it's like I don't know maybe he throws four interceptions maybe he throws eight touchdowns I have no idea and so no I, idea. I would rather go with the known known in Baker Mayfield and a old old uh, Tampa Bay defense that's why I'm hoping that 
Tommy Cutlets puts the Saints out of his misery uh, this week. Hey, misery. Uh, oh, hey. uh, <laughs> later and I were just talking about the movie Misery before we jumped on. Uh, all right, that is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Lockdown Cowboys your first listen of the day. Again, every day is on tomorrow's show. We've got the crossover uh, with Joe Moreno from Lockdown Bills. Make sure you check that out. On Friday, Landon and I back to break down Bills Cowboys in week 15. You won't want to miss that. Check out our YouTube channel. We post videos every single day over there. Uh, Go follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you right back here tomorrow.